mindfulness mode. There is evidence in the world right now that will support an entirely new theory that you may choose to adopt for yourself. Something you want to be, something you want to do, something you want to have. Mindful Tribe, we're here with a very interesting guest and a topic that I think you're going to be quite fascinated in. And this topic is all about how you can move forward in a way that you probably never dreamed possible. It's about moving personal failure into success and poverty into abundance and things like that. I have my guest, Renee Garcia, with me today. Renee, are you in mindfulness mode today? Uh, I'm in mindfulness mode, absolutely. And I'm, I'm, I'm in pretty much permanent mindfulness mode now, and I'm very, very grateful for that. Well, I'm looking forward to talking to you all about transurfing, what that means, what that is. But first, tell us what mindfulness means to you. Well, first of all, I saw this question on the list of questions that I, you know, knew that you might be asking. And I was like, this is such a fascinating question because really such a simplistic question yet, you know, it takes, it takes quite a bit to even just think of what this actually means and what it means for what it means for you in the big picture, right? What it, what it really like, what, what is mindfulness? And, and, and to me, mindfulness is really about just being able to understand your own thoughts and actions and how they connect to the external and also how the external what is outside of you, your environment, external stimuli, relationships, all that kind of stuff, how it triggers certain parts of you internally, and then all those ties in between being able to really like adequately assess not only what's going on with you internally, but what's going on with your external reality as well. So I know we, we throw that term around a lot, mindfulness, you know, and, and I think people typically gravitate towards like being mindful in meditation or being mindful of, um, you know, uh, beliefs and things like that. But it, for me personally, it has to do with my internal dialogue and my ability to really see what's going on externally as well and the relationship between the two. I mean, that's, yeah, it's a, it's a deep question for somebody following this modality because there's a lot, there's a lot going on internally and a lot going on externally. Well, you teach about transurfing and I know that's something that's being promoted by uh, Vadim Zeeland. And is, am I pronouncing it correctly? Is that the best way to pronounce it? Yeah, there's a few uh, there's a few different pronunciations. I say Vadim Zealand, but yeah, I, yeah. Um, some people say Vadim, Vadim. It, 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 yes, Vadim's fine. Okay. Well, his book is called "Promoting Reality: Transurfing Steps One to Five, and 
uh, it says it's written by Vadim and it's written by Joanna Dobson. And so where do you come into the picture? Because I thought that it was your book, but then it doesn't have your name on it. So can you explain that to us? Yeah. So first of all, the name of the book is Reality Transurfing Steps 1 through 5. I'm just promoting the book for Vadim Zeeland. <laughs> Okay. Joanna, Joanna Dobson was the one that translated it because it was originally written in Russian and she's the translator that brought it to the English speaking, you know, English speaking world. Um, I am Vadim Zeeland's partner in reality transurfing. Um, it's very curious and very interesting how I came to this position. I did not know Vadim Zeeland before I found Reality Transurfing. I read Reality Transurfing at a very challenging time of my life. And I sort of knew that I needed something massive to help me out of a place that I had gotten myself into mentally. And I found Transurfing and it was sort of like, I asked for I asked for the knowledge, I asked for the information, and I was provided this book, and it absolutely blew apart everything about my worldview, how I how I thought about myself, how I thought about my world. Um, you know, just so just it broke down all my beliefs that were not serving me. I mean, it was really just quite a, a, a monumental shift in perception. I started applying the concepts and very quickly um, realized that this knowledge was virtually unheard of in, you know, in the U.S. and Canada, in um, Australia, New Zealand, Asia, Europe. It had started to pick up, and even in some of the middle Middle Eastern countries, it's gotten quite popular. But at the time when I found it, it was virtually unheard of, especially here at home in the U.S. and and I really realized that it was my it was my mission and it was my purpose to bring this knowledge to people also in need of connecting with it so I started to do that and then I I um I caught the attention of the author Vadim Zeeland who saw me promoting his book and I went to Russia to meet with him and since then it's been about five years he has been my number one advocate in me getting the knowledge out there we have a lot of very interesting and unique things going on in the community with expansion of this knowledge. And I opened up the International Transurfing Institute um, in 2016, and it's gaining quite a lot of momentum. So Vadim Zeeland's a very elusive character. He does not want to be in the public eye at all. He doesn't want to speak publicly. He doesn't want his image captured. He doesn't want to be on video. He doesn't want to do anything that has anything to do with the public. So I am essentially the, I'm, I'm, the face of reality transurfing. So it's a, it's a very interesting position I found myself in and I'm using the concepts to actually help me do this because this is very outside of my comfort zone. I've been also a very private person my whole life. So now I am um, living the antithesis of <laughs> privacy. I'm, I'm about as public as it gets. So yes, that's, that's uh, in short the story. Well, and that's very interesting because Vadim says he did not create the idea of transurfing either. Who did create it? Well, we believe that all, all knowledge, 
all knowledge that has already um, that has already connected with 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 people, you know, languages and different philosophies and you know different religions and things like um, Buddhism and all, you know everything that you can possibly imagine that human beings have um, connected with that has formed into something in our external world is um, connected to via the source of where all information is held and we call that the alternative space so a lot of people read reality transurfing and say well some of this sounds familiar like you know there's roots of Tibetan Buddhism in there and there's roots of, um, you know, quantum science and there's all these different things floating around. And Vadim Zeeland even says himself that it's just recycled knowledge, but it's the language of it is very different than anything exists now. So that's why collectively there's such a huge movement going on at the moment with reality transurfing is he has formed it into a language that's very different than anything we've ever heard and formulated the ideas in a in a way that is it, it, it's unlike anything I've ever experienced or read or heard and lots of people say the same but yes he says he essentially just downloaded the information from the alternative space and that's how the knowledge came to be. Yeah, I like what you said about how its its language is so different because when I started reading the book, I found myself becoming very excited because of just what what they were saying and what he was telling me about what I could achieve and things like that. And then I felt elements of the law of attraction and like you said, quantum physics and different elements seem to be coming through. And I wonder, did you study the law of attraction at all before you became connected to the concept of transurfing? You know, when I was younger, I believe I was probably about 18 or 19 years old. So this was, you know, quite a while ago. Um, I, I remember when that book, The Secret took off. Mm -hmm. And do you remember that book, The Secret? It was just a small, small little book. And I remember reading it and something resonated there that only later did I realize what actually had happened was I was connecting with a bit of information that, well, let me, let me say it this way. The secret is a very, very small little bite-sized piece of what reality transurfing is, right? The secret is the secret and law of attraction, um, both they're kind of and I don't mean to put the law of attraction down or the secret down or anything like that but it's kind of the um it, it's kind of like reality transurfing for dummies it's it's really the it's really the the basic basic fundamentals of what reality transurfing is is and what reality transurfing is is it's the why So, so in law of attraction, it's like, okay, um, you know, 
think of it and and it can be right think of it and then that's like your first step but reality transurfing gives you a much more comprehensive set of tools and knowledge that will it it with law of attraction and the secret you definitely have more of an ability to manifest something than and in reality transurfing we actually say materialize and i'll get to in a moment why we say materialize instead of manifest but with law of attraction and the secret you definitely have more of an ability to manifest something with than without it right that the first step to actually having something is believing in the idea that it's possible for you to have it and that's sort of the root of law of attraction and the secret is is asking that's the first 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 thing but in reality transurfing it's there's a bunch of other things that'll show you exactly not only how you can do that more powerfully but how it how it actually works why it actually works and that's where the quantum part of the modality really kicks into gear full force and really what reality transurfing is is um you know, the, the, the ability to connect with different variations of reality, parallel realities. So I'm, I'm actually doing that right now here talking to you. I use these tools to access this version of reality where I'm an expert in a modality and I, you know, get interviewed all over the world and I give seminars and all that stuff. So I just use the concepts to sort of move myself over to that version of reality. Now you can do that with law of attraction and the secret, but it's a little more like rolling the dice. You don't know, you don't, you don't, you have more of an ability to connect with it using those tools, but transurfing almost makes it an absolute. There's very, very little question that it will happen. It's when it will happen with reality transurfing, not if it'll happen. Your motto is knowledge without application is merely entertainment. So would you say transurfing is much about taking action? Huge, huge, huge. So so I say there's there's four keys to creating your own reality or four keys to jumping to a parallel reality, a better version of reality or a better version of you or more of what you want exists. And the first step is that you need to acknowledge that that version of reality does exist. Okay, there is a version of reality where I'm a world expert in something, right? Without that first step, um, it's going to be pretty challenging to go anywhere. Then after you've acknowledged that that, that version of reality or that version of you exists, then, then come in the action, the thoughts, and the frequency. So first you have to think along the lines of the version of you that obtains that thing or is that person or does that thing or travels to that place or becomes that professional. You have to start thinking the thoughts that you believe that future version of you thinks. Then you have to take action in the direction that you would envision that version of you taking right so so for me doing this i needed to create a system of how to apply this to your life practically and i needed to start talking about it so this is me taking the action and then the frequency is really what it has to do with is believing that that version of reality is going to come true and really believing in it in 
that version of reality in a way that you're resonating at the frequency of that reality. So if, if I was to be doing all the other things, but then in my mind, I'm telling myself, oh, this will never work or, oh, people like me don't ever have a million dollars or, oh, traveling the world does not, that's never going to happen for me or something like that. Then, then my frequency doesn't match up with that frequency of that version of me. So if you can sort of master these four these four um, components that I've broken it down into, then it becomes about consistency and also um, intensity. The more intensely you can practice those four things and with consistency, you can actually switch over to a, a, a variation of reality that's more ideal pretty quickly. And this is the part that people really fall in love with when when somebody reads this book and then they experience this for the first time switching over really quickly then it's like it's it you really see that the power in this modality is unlike anything you've ever seen before and for me and this is why i have you know thousands and thousands and thousands of people believing right now in what it is i'm doing is because i'm actually using myself as an example and it's kind of like people can see me doing it. This, if you would have seen me five years ago, you would not understand how that version of me could be doing what I'm doing right now. But I'm doing what I'm doing right now because of the concepts and people are just watching me do this and practice and they're like, this is awesome. So then they start doing it, they see results and you know, it's working. <laughs> well, I certainly know that when I started reading the book, I felt like it was nothing like anything I had read before. It was quite different and unusual. And I was certainly very drawn in and interested in what what was being said. Now, you have developed the only English language reality transurfing instructional program, which has been officially approved by Zeland. Now, what does that really mean? Is that a written version of, of an instructional program or what exactly is that? So I know you just saw the PDF of the book. Yes. You've probably never seen the physical no, book, I haven't. but this is, this is the physical book. It's the size of a Bible. It's huge. Well, I know it has it's over like, 700 pages. I certainly noticed yeah, that. It's, it's, it's big. First, I want to state that really the knowledge, the new knowledge is only about a fifth of the book. The rest is a lot of reiteration because essentially what the book is, um, what the what what the author is attempting to do with repeating things in different ways for such an extended period of time is... Some people like to say reprogram your mind. I like to say take off past programming. So it's working against all of the things that you've been led to believe about yourself, about your environment, about family life, about your professional life, all this kind of stuff. And it's a, and it's a lot of information, but it's just about really stripping out the layers of programming that have sort of 
you know, just rested on you over time, starting from even before you were born, right? I mean, we're born with, we're born with um, genetic, you know, genetic ways that we're gonna, we're going to be a certain way or, you know, think a certain way, things that uh, characteristics our parents have passed on to us. Then as we're, you know, born our formative years, all sorts of programming, you know, gets layered on top of us. And by the time we're even just five or six years old, we're already extremely heavily programmed, right? So a lot of the book has to do with kind of resetting all that programming. That being said, it's a huge book. And sometimes people come to the book and they're like, oh my God, I don't have time to read 800 pages. Well, that's where I come in. That's where I come in with the program. So really what I've done is I've taken the core concepts of the book. There are 11 core concepts as I see it, the Dean agrees. And I have broken those down on how to practically absorb and utilize those concepts so you can start creating a new reality pretty quickly without having to sit down and read an 800 page book. So I have a course, I have an institute, we have a community and we sort of follow these, you know, follow these, um, these, more succinct kind of like condensed version, you know, a condensed version of the book where we understand, you know, the, the basics rather than feeling as though we need to return to the book to, you know, cause it's kind of like the Bible. I mean, you could go to church and get a lesson right? Rather than get a sermon, rather than sitting down and reading the Bible or some other very literature heavy scripture. And this is exactly the same. I'm kind of like giving the sermon for the different concepts, how you can use them. And you don't necessarily have to read the book. That being said, it is a delightful book to read and everyone that's completed it say that it's the best book that they've ever read. I mean, even just the reviews on Amazon alone, you can read those and see that people just think the world of the book. So yeah, I did it's see essentially that. our Bible. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's impressive. Uh, and there are so many reviews too. Yes, it is really, I've been doing this now for six years and um you know, it's, it, it has really caught on in a, in a big way. So we're very fortunate that we're connecting people with this knowledge for sure. Renee, can you be very specific about how this book and this concept has changed your life? Well, um, it's profound. I mean, I'm essentially not the same person anymore. I, and, and even, even myself, sometimes I have these moments where knowing exactly what has happened and how it's happened still elude me a little bit. You know, it's almost like my development is a little bit even ahead of my own mind at times that I have a little bit of a challenging time even just understanding how I could have developed this quickly in the last five years using this knowledge, um, not only in my abilities, but just in my worldview and my thoughts about myself. I grew up um, 
poverty level. I grew up in a, in a very unfortunate set of circumstances. My parents had way too many children um, that they could care for. They were both, you know, very low wage workers. And from a very, very early age, getting back to, you know, what I was talking about the programming, I was told that, you know, we were a certain way and only, you know, people that had means could do certain things and those things weren't for us and just lots and lots and lots of limiting belief stuff and um you know accepting your lot in life and oh that's for other people that's not for you and i sort of went forward into my adult years believing these things i suffered from horrible self-esteem. I had poverty mentality that lasted up until about 35 years old when I found Reality Transurfing. I managed to somehow get myself out of, you know, the, 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 the poverty lifestyle that I had been accustomed to. And I got myself to a major US city and I managed to start a small business that I gained some success and I actually climbed out of poverty and managed to you know, accumulate a small amount of wealth for myself. But I was really, really tremendously unhappy. I still had immense struggles with poverty mentality. And the more success that I managed to gain for myself and the more money or the more material stuff, the more confused I got and the more unhappy I became because it seemed like everything that was supposed to be going up, the bank statement and the experiences and people's views of me and my level of success, all that stuff was going up. Yet I didn't understand why I wasn't feeling happy because from the time that I was a child, I was always telling myself, well, if you could make some money, then you would be happy. So I tried so hard to do this thing. I, I, I did it. Then I, I just felt like hollow and empty inside. And I really started to, I really started to question like, okay, so what else is there then? if this was the thing that I chased for so long and I got it, then I don't understand what I'm supposed to do now. And I had these thoughts for a couple of years and it really started to weigh heavily on me. And I became more and more, um, miserable really and i just thought okay well maybe you just need to make more or maybe you just need to go on a fancier vacation and in those desperate attempts to try to gain some meaning somewhere or figure out some way to be happy it was like i just kept going deeper and deeper and deeper in the hole and then finally one day the whole thing just broke and i found myself one morning i woke up i was alone I was miserable. I was completely obsessed with money. I was depressed. I had horrible anxiety. I mean, my life was just, but then on the outside, everything looked great. So people were like, I don't understand what's wrong with you. You know, like you have it all. What you're a successful business owner. You take awesome trips. Like what's wrong? And I'm like, I don't know, you know, and I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on what was wrong. So I ended up doing this really radical, crazy thing, and I just gave up 
my life. I left the city. I went to a very rural town in Oregon. I took a year off. I just went deep within trying to figure some things out. And it was in this time that I found reality transurfing. So then I'm reading this book and I'm like, oh my God, it totally makes sense. I understand exactly now why I was so empty and so hollow and so miserable and just chasing after this dangling carrot and haunted with poverty mentality and all this stuff. And it was kind of like I was given an opportunity to completely just rewrite the script for myself. So I took the opportunity. I decided to take all of that stuff from my past, fuse it with the knowledge from this book and give it to others to just like, here is what not to do. <laughs> Here's what not to do. And here is what to do. Because now my life looks so different than anything I could ever have possibly imagined for myself. I every single day wake up with this burning desire to do what I absolutely love. And that is bringing this to people and helping people in their self-development. And it's like, I never would have in a million years dreamed that I would be in this position, but this is what reality transurfing connected me with. So it's kind of like a miracle in the sense that I found my purpose. I found my passion. I found what my skill set could support. I found something that we call heart and mind coordination, which is really um, the passion of, of life, feeling excited to wake up in the morning and do something. I found all this stuff by learning transurfing, and now I'm able to spread this word using the concepts to help me it's just it's like it's just a full circle kind of thing and it's become my life and I now love life and every morning I wake up I'm like this is a miracle I mean I feel like my life is a miracle every single day so it's pretty amazing that is amazing one of the things I was fascinated in reading about in the book was about pendulums so can you tell us about that Yes. So what pendulums are is they are um, entities, energetic entities that essentially want to um, extract our energy from us. So the big pendulums that play right now are politics and media and social media and television and, you know, um, even things like the self-help movement could is a pendulum. Essentially anything that needs human thought energy to, uh, to survive, to maintain itself, to flourish and to, um, you know, continue building even reality transurfing is a pendulum, right? Because it needs the people that believe in it to think about it, to continue. So Everything essentially is a pendulum, but where people get caught up is connecting to pendulums that do not serve them or their intentions. So a classic example would be, you know, somebody really, really sucked into the media in a way where they're 
depressed and having anxiety and they're angry and they're, you know, um, constantly worried or overthinking or, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that's, that's being connected to a pendulum that does not, that does not serve you. Right. Right. Yeah. And, uh, so as you read more and more in the book, then you learn that you can actually make a change almost instantaneously to a different place so that you can suddenly uh, be achieving and have this uh, positive energy moving forward. Am I right? Yes. So, so once you understand the concepts, the core concepts, the 11 core concepts, it's pretty easy to really, um, you know, I heard someone say once that reality transurfing is essentially um, an energy management system. So the, the reason that you are able to do what you can do with reality transurfing is because you're taking energy back from pendulums that have captivated you and have been taking your energy from you, right? So you're you're you you are lessening that that bleed out of energy into the external, and you're harnessing that energy internally and aligning yourself with what is really going to serve you personally, you as an individual and your life and your reality and your trajectory forward. And in just this very simple shift from taking your energy back, connecting with what is going to serve you. So for me, it's the reality transserving movement, right? This is what was intended for me personally. This is where my energy is used in a maximum kind of optimal way where I become extremely effective while maintaining my eye on what's looking for my energy that isn't going to serve me. So it's taking it back and then using it in a way that you are going to sort of gain maximum benefits. So when when people talk about being able to shift to another, we call them lifeline, shift to another lifeline rapidly, the more you are able to maintain your own energy and apply it in the direction that serves you, you can, you can switch realities very, very fast. And I know this probably sounds a little bit like, Oh God, it just sounds so weird or like woo woo or something, but it's, 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 it's based in very practical movements. It's not saying that you're going to like, move over to a version of reality that doesn't actually even exist. These are all, all the variations of reality that you have to access today are, you know, really just different variations of what is 
actually available to you. And it's, it's in that, that you sort of jump off to either even higher ones and even higher ones and even higher ones. So like just me putting together, you know, my little program or whatever. And then a year later, I find myself giving a seminar in the UK to 500 people. Right. So it's like, it's like you, it, it, it's kind of like that, um, it's kind of like that, uh, remember that series of books that were popular when I was a kid, probably 30 years ago, the Choose Your Own Adventure books. Do you remember those? I actually you don't could, remember them, no. They, they, were, they were books where you'd read a chapter and at the end it'd say, okay, so what do you want to do? You can do oh. this or you can do this. And, and there were then, some movies like that of, too, weren't there? Yes, yes, where you could choose your so this is like choose your own adventure. And you sort of you sort of move through um, whatever you're experiencing. Now you get to a place where you make a choice, you make that choice, that choice connects you with a whole other uh, set of variations, then you make your choice there, then you make your choice there. And you can actually make things happen very quickly when you understand how to move through reality in this way. Right, I see. Well, you have Transurfing TV on YouTube and you put out quite a few videos on there. I'm pretty interested in that. I just wanted to ask you, anytime someone is sharing something that really can change you and is very positive this way, usually a lot of haters seem to surface from out of nowhere. Have you found that that's the case? And if it is, how do you deal with it? What's that like? Is this, does this pull you down? Tell us about that. Oh my gosh. I love this question. Nobody's ever asked me this question. And, uh, I've got such an extensive history with haters. It's amazing. Um, I have been called everything. I have been called a witch, a snake oil salesman. Um, you know, I'm crazy. I'm, you know, you can't do this. And, you know, reality is the way that it is. How can you try to tell people that they can change it? You know, and just, I mean, I, I have, I have really, and I have a, I actually made a video a few months ago titled those who love me, those who help me and those who hate me. And I (laughs) talked about, and I wrote all the things that people have said negative about me on a whiteboard behind me. And I stood up in front of it and I, and I spoke and, you know, it, it has been, it has been, well, first of all, let me tell you this before I started this, um, six years ago, I didn't have any social media. I had never spoken on camera before. I didn't even have a Facebook account. So going from being as private as I was to putting myself out there in this way and speaking about some very uncomfortable things for some people, because people, I don't know if you know who G.I. Gurdjieff is. Are you familiar with Gurdjieff's teachings? No. He was kind of like Vadim Zeland, um, you know, Russian mysticists that have uh, had a lot of parallels to Vadim's teachings. But he said, um, ask a man to give up any vice and he will do so easily, but ask him to give up his suffering, and then you've got yourself a dilemma. Right. So, so a lot of people do not want to believe that they are at the root or the core of their own suffering. And reality transurfing really does 
um, sort of adopt this idea that there are no victims, right? That we have to take accountability for who we are and our actions and our thoughts and our frequency. Because what you are experiencing right now is an exact culmination of your thoughts, action, and frequency, right? So, so a lot of people don't want to hear this. And I have said some very inflammatory things on my transurfing TV. And there have been lots and lots and lots of people that have come out of the woodwork. I even once last year had somebody threaten to kill me. Oh, really? Said, yes. Yes. I actually had somebody threaten to <laughs> to end my life it it, it has gotten serious so so i know it's it sounds a little bit shocking and and um you know you think wow in the world of self-development this really happens like this is crazy but really what it comes down to is we sort of all have this mode that we've been thinking in and to think in another direction makes people extremely uncomfortable at times because they have to really look at themselves and a lot of people don't want to do that so i am there obviously in the line of fire and I've put myself there and you know most of it I laugh at the death threat was a little bit uh a little bit out there but yes I I I have I have a a, a wide variety of haters comments I don't remove them from trans serving tv I actually leave them up because I believe that and this gets back to you asking about pendulums right here's a very very interesting part of of the idea of pendulums is that pendulums in order to survive they don't just survive off of positive energy so people that believe in the thing so let's take politics for example a political a political person a politician doesn't only thrive off the positive energy of the people that believe in him he also thrives off the negative energy because a pendulum the physics of a pendulum is that it swings right and for it to swing and gain that momentum it needs energy but the pendulum will swing with either positive or negative energy so when people come to my transurfing tv and they say a bunch of negative stuff they still are contributing to the algorithm they still are um, you know, maybe maybe saying something that other people then will respond to that keeps the pendulum swinging. So so even though they're coming to do something bad to me, they're actually doing something good because they're helping my channel gain momentum by feeding it energy. Pendulums don't care if it's positive or negative. It still swings it. Now, it took me a little bit of time to get over people saying negative things. You know, I've had people say things about my appearance. I've had people say things about the way that I speak. I've had people say things about the things that I'm speaking about, obviously, all that kind of stuff. And at first, I'm like, oh, how can you say that to me? I'm trying to help you. But then I have to remember that from their version of reality, I might look and I might appear very differently 
than how I appear to myself or how I appear to the people that believe in me, right? So it's just sort of like, it's it's really an, an accepting modality as well, just kind of letting, we have, we have um, what we call the golden rule of trans surfing, which is allow yourself to be you and allow others to be themselves too. This is, this is energetically ineffective to try to convince another person of how you are experiencing your version of reality. You lose energy trying to do this. So the best thing to do is allow yourself to be you and experience your version of reality while not trying to push that on another person or get them to adhere to your version of reality. So if somebody says something hateful to me, um, the other thing we say is there is evidence to support all theories. So the alternative space is so vast and there's so much information there that there is literally evidence to support any and all theories. So if you have a theory that I'm a witch, then your reality will actually provide for you enough evidence to make that theory look true for you. Right. So so arguing anybody's theory is completely futile. You just sort of as a trans surfer, let it be right. It's energetically ineffective to try to argue anything, um, especially a person's perception or perspective. So the haters don't get a lot of um, negative energy coming back in their direction. And in fact, we we embrace them and we say, you know, very nice things to them and invite them to the group. And um, yes, oftentimes I've turned haters into number one fans. So that's always fun. We, we kind of, we, it's a challenge. It's a challenge for me. <laughs> well, haters can be because they usually have a lot of passion and a lot of energy and they then they, yeah, like you say, that energy can become positive energy for you rather than how it started out as negative energy. Exactly. Yeah, I, I've certainly found that. And I certainly find that in classrooms sometimes when I go in and I teach mindfulness or I go in and teach in a school, uh, you know, someone that can come across as being so negative and, and so on can end up being your, your most valuable ally, you know. Yes. Oh, totally. And, you know, in fact, haters have said um, many things to me that have have caused me pause, you know, to think about something or, you know, we're so quick to discard other people's opinions. And it's not that we should, it's not that we should allow other people's opinions to really sway us heavily in one direction or the other. We should always, you know, try to steer your own course, go your own way. But I am open to any information now from any source, as long as it helps me to connect with something that is ultimately going to help me and my, and my mission. You know, I have lots of people say things to me, um, have said things to me about how poorly I used to speak on camera. And at first I would think, oh, I'm never going to do this again. If you really think I'm that bad on camera, I'm never going to do this again. And then I would stop myself and I'd be like, wait a second, listen to what they're saying, even if it's not in the nicest way, 
and improve, Yes, you know, then improve yourself. So they can't say it anymore. Like actually get your, you know, just keep taking whatever is coming in from the external to you, take it and use it to refine yourself or your skill or your trade or your whatever. And it works. So it's, and in transurfing, we have, um, we have a concept that we hold very, very dear to our hearts as transurfer, transurfers. And this is the concept of advantage. And what advantage is, is it's training yourself to, to know and to feel and to believe that anything that happens is a benefit to you. Even if you cannot see how in the moment um, that every single event, every single word, every single thing or anything that happens in your reality is all for your betterment and your benefit. Again, even if you don't see it, the the reason in the moment. So like, let's say something bad happens, quote unquote, bad happens to you or how you would normally, um, what you would normally perceive as bad to know that there's some big, much more grand scheme that you don't just take that one single event and decide to look at it from a polarized perspective of, oh, that's bad. That sets off something that is going to work its way into somehow giving you some sort of benefit. So, so anytime you encounter anything uncomfortable, undesirable, anything in your reality, once you've trained yourself to think, there's advantage, there's advantage, there's advantage. It makes life so much easier and, and more enjoyable, but really what it does is it helps you to keep your frequency up and it helps you to keep your thought quality up so you can keep connecting with those higher versions of reality because it's when you buy into, oh, that was a bad thing that happened, your thought quality decreases, your frequency decreases, and then you connect to those lower variations of reality. We call them lower lifelines. So, you know, it's just, it's an evolution of really getting myself to a place where you want to come onto my channel and say something negative to me, bring it. I actually know that I will benefit from that. So go ahead and yeah. And, and it sounds like you've had your experience with that too. <laughs> yes. Yes, I have. And uh, you know, your book, you know, that we've been talking about reality transurfing steps one to five is, is, is a pretty fascinating book. And I found myself drawn into it. Are you thinking of writing a book yourself about transurfing? You know, I get asked this question a lot, and it's funny bringing it back back to haters. I actually had somebody on my channel that said, "Why don't you write your own darn book? Why are you just you know going off somebody else's coattails?" <laughs> and I have been asked this question a lot, and I know that um, there's definitely going to be a time and a place for me to write my own book. But right now, I have so much passion to help the Dean get this work out into the world that, you know, me writing my own book would really be at this point an act of ego, you know, me being um, one of the Dean Zealand's 
main, you know, I'm behind him, pushing him a hundred percent. And I believe in what he's written and how it can help people. And, you know, I can say that I'm sure my book in the future will be pretty amazing, but I don't think it will even come close to reality transurfing. This book is an absolute work of art. And maybe I will evolve to a point where I could create something as masterful as Vadim Zeeland. But right now I'm just happy to be, be involved with this book because it really is, um, you know, it, 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 in my opinion, from my from my viewpoint, it is going to be a book that will go down in philosophical history. It really will. It really will. And I'm going to help him do that. Awesome. As we move forward in the interview, I want to ask you, Renee, five quick answer questions. So just 30 second answers are perfect. The first one is this, who is one person who has been a very powerful mindfulness influence in your life? Um, I would have to say that it's, it's Vadim Zeeland and, you know, he wrote a book called Tufty Live Scroll Through a Movie, which was a book after reality transferring steps one through five. And she's a character, an Egyptian priestess that's very harsh with her words and kind of, a you know, a, a, a condescending way, but very loving at the same time. And it is highly entertaining. And I would have to say Tufty is really, yeah, she's, she's helped me. She's helped me center myself for sure. Fascinating. How has mindfulness affected your emotions, Renee? Oh gosh. Well, emotions and mindfulness really emotions now are my navigation system. Um, but paying attention to what my emotions tell me about myself and what I'm experiencing and my levels of energy and all that kind of stuff. So really emotions used to be something that were very scary depression and getting me into, you know, not so good mindsets. And now my emotions are definitely there as my guiding system to get me to where I need to go. And I use my mindfulness of what I'm reading about my emotions to, to, to help facilitate that. Tell us how breathing is part of your mindfulness. Breathing. Oh, that's a good one. Um, yeah, just really focusing on, you know, we use, we use our minds. So we overuse our minds so much and just using the power of breath to bring yourself back into your body. So you can feel both your body and your mind working together and not just have this like overworking, overthinking mind where you're not even and paying attention to the fact that you have a human body. I mean, I'm sure most people sitting right now are just, you know, you, they're using their mind. You can bring yourself back into that body. And once you do that, then the mind can relax and you can sort of let reality play out without you trying to enforce yourself on it so much. And just being in that state of balance is a really beautiful place to be in. Are there any other books that you would recommend for someone who wants to become more mindful or get more in touch with themselves? Anything that comes to mind? 
Yes, I mean I'm a I'm a I'm a fan of G.I. Gurdjieff. I mentioned him yes. earlier. He, you know, he died probably in the 50s or 60s. He's been long gone, um, but a lot of his works are very much in line with these concepts and um, you know, getting yourself to a place where you're not just at the mercy of your environment or at the mercy of yourself. So I'm definitely big fan of Vadim Zeland, obviously, and G.I. Gurdjieff. They're probably my two my two most favorite authors. Can you share an app which can help people with mindfulness? Oh, an app. You know, um, I'm not, I'm actually a little bit of a, um, I keep my social media and looking at my phone to an absolute minimum because I believe in really trying to connect with what is external that you can actually experience in a 3d way so i would say no app go for a walk in nature that's what i would say (laughs) i like that yeah so do you have quite a team behind you to help you do all the the youtube videos and the promoting and all the work that you do yes i have a huge team i have um, the people that help me moderate the International Transurfing Institute Facebook group, which is 6,000 strong now, and it's only a year old, so it's growing quite big, and it takes a lot of lot of people in there to help me do that. I have an array of people that I've certified to teach reality transurfing. They help me in the wave of people <laughs> that are constantly coming in saying, help, we need help. How do we apply this practically? So I have my certified trainers. And I have all my people that, yes, like you said, help me with editing, transserving TV, my teachable course, um, promotion, every, I mean, just all sorts of, I'm really big in the Arab speaking country. So I have a whole team of Arabic speaking people that help me with all the promotional stuff there. So yeah, I probably... I would, I would, I would, I would definitely say I'm probably upward of a hundred people on my team. And this has been, this has been, uh, you know, a challenge for me being an entrepreneur and a sole proprietor that only ever worked for myself to then having to learn how to manage a team of people doing a lot of pretty complex things. So this has been, um, how I've developed even as just an entrepreneur and a business person is being able to manage people and lead people, you know, lead the people not only coming to reality transurfing, but also the people that are helping me and getting the word out there. It's been, um, it's been a pretty mind blowing experience. I'll, I'll say that. Well, as we wrap up the interview, I want to ask you for just a final word of advice for someone who wants to kind of get their feet wet with this, doesn't want to get scared away they want to kind of understand a little bit more about this where should they go what should they do what advice do you have for them so you can join us the international transurfing institute facebook group transurfing tv on youtube's very friendly to just sort of getting your feet wet because you can just watch 10, 15 minute videos and learn how to apply a little bit of a concept to a little part of your life. You know, you don't have to bite off the whole thing. Um, I have an Instagram reality underscore transferring where I give short little bits of information of, of concepts and how to apply 
I'm cutting in here, Mindful Tribe, to tell you about the course that Renee offers. And she emailed me afterwards with a link so that you can follow the link and learn about the course and possibly sign up for the course if you're interested. And I think it looks absolutely fascinating. And the course is sponsored by the International Trans Surfing Institute. It's called Reality 2.0. It contains 11 core concept audio lessons and it comes covers the alternative space, it covers pendulums, we talked about that, it covers the wave of success, guiding signs, the dream world, I think it'll be pretty fascinating. There are five hours of exclusive audio and it also includes homework, visuals, exercises, I think this course is really, really excellent and it also, if you use this link that I'm going to give you, it also includes three bonuses, three bonus courses, one called Mo Money Course, one called Becoming Magnetic Course, and the Tufi Center Screen Seminar. So check it out. The The link for you to use is an affiliate link and it's mindfulnessmode.com slash transurfing. So mindfulnessmode.com slash transurfing. And we put so much in the show notes too at mindfulnessmode.com. So check it out. And here's Renee with the remainder of the interview. My advice to anyone listening to this, and I know this can be overwhelming for a lot of people. And it was a little overwhelming to me when I started to, because just that basic acceptance of reality as I was currently experiencing it wasn't absolute. You know, that was a little confusing for me. Like, well, wait a second. I've this, I've been experiencing this my whole life. You mean there's, there's another, there's a whole other perspective out there or worldview that I could adopt. That was kind of mind shattering, you know, to, to realize that not only is there one, but there's an infinite number of them. So really just starting to pay attention to maybe what it is you're doing or what it is you're saying to yourself, your self-language that maybe isn't serving you or maybe is going against um, allowing you to really feel as though you're living in the most optimal version of reality for you as the most optimal version of yourself. So it's about getting to a place where you can take all the good that you're thinking and feeling and doing and, and moving forward with that information. But at the same time, paying attention to that little limiting belief flaw that continues to pop up and say, well, that's not for you, or that's going to be too hard. I can't do that because that's too hard. It's actually, if anyone could see what I've done behind the scenes with this movement. Um, In the beginning, if I had told myself that I would be doing all this, I probably would have said that's way too hard and you'll never be able to do that. But as you, as you continue to sort of call out those things as they pop up and then, and then just tell yourself that that's just the story that you have chosen to tell yourself. There is actually 
another story where whatever it is you want to do, whatever it is you want to be, whatever it is you want to have, there is getting back to evidence to support all theories. There is evidence in the world right now that will support an entirely new theory that you may choose to adopt for yourself. Something you want to be, something you want to do, something you want to have. You just have pulled the evidence to support the theory that you have now, the theory that you've adopted and you've lived by and you're living right now, but you can change all of that. But again, like you said, Bruce, small steps, get your feet wet because this is big stuff. This is life-changing stuff. And a lot of people jump right in and they go crazy, but a lot of other people don't feel like going crazy, right? <laughs> they yeah. feel like just maybe easing into it a little bit. And the cool thing is the resources that I've set up makes that possible. You could just take a little bit of a concept and apply it to your life today and see enough change that'll help you to want to keep going, right? But but it doesn't have to happen all at once. So take, take it easy. Great advice. Thank you so much for being on the show, Renee. Thank you for having me, Bruce. This has been a pleasure. I really have enjoyed talking with you and uh, you've been a great host and thank you so much for having me. Thanks. All the best to you. Bye now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mindful Tribe, thanks for listening, for subscribing and for reviewing the show and for telling your friends about Mindfulness Mode. Thanks also to Erica Flint's Cascade Hypnosis Center for being our valued sponsor. Erica is a terrific teacher of hypnosis, and I know that because I am a graduate of her program. Now, if you're a healer, a coach, a therapist, a counselor, or just someone who loves helping people, you might want to consider the powerful results that can be achieved with hypnosis. You can learn how to do it. Contact the team over at CascadeHypnosisCenter.com and take what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode.